It's the Machine of Nonsense, episode 118, live from the Oscars red carpet. That's right, the 95th Oscars. We're here. Uh, I'm your host, Jeremy. Joined as always by Caleb. Hey, hey. Caleb, who are you wearing tonight? Um, it, it will be the uh, Hexen line, 311. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> yes, she's, she's not 311 picture, but. Uh, Mike! Uh, how are you? And who are you wearing? Hello, hello. I'm wearing uh, Old Navy. Oh, I, I dig it. I dig it. Yes. Uh, the oldest of, of navies? One of them. Mm, mm, I like it. Uh, and uh, we've got a special guest, folks. Uh, all the way from, um, I, I don't know. I, I, I didn't think this through. Uh, Katie's here with us. Uh, hey. Who are you wearing, Katie? Uh, this is a hand-me-down for my sister-in-law. It's from Carrie's Closet. Ooh, I like it. And uh, I'm wearing a vest, uh, folks. Uh, You you can't see it. There's no video component to this one. Um, But I'm I'm wearing a vest. You even have some important information in that. I do, I do. I've got my uh, my list. You have a note to match the clothes. Wow. Uh, Yeah, I did that on purpose. Stationary there. Everything's blue. Everything is blue. Um, Blue jasmine, I'll call it. Also, also, we're sipping champagne. Uh, We're keeping this real... Real, real. Uh, it's our Oscar show, everyone. We are doing our Oscars Best Picture show. Katie joined us uh, the last time, I think, on this one. Um, and uh, she's going to join us every year. She's contractually obligated. Um, so we're going to be going down our... There's ten nominees for uh, Best Picture. And um, we're going to break down who, uh, what order we think they should have uh, been in. Do you guys have a strategy? So, like, you can kind of play this one of two ways. You can play it like, alright, these are my ten favorites, this is my ranking, or like, who I think, like, the, the guys are gonna pick, you know, the Oscar people are gonna pick. Is, is it a personal list for you? Is it, a, or more of a like, eh, I think Tar's gonna win, or whatever. What, 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 Mike? Personal. 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 Absolutely personal. Gotcha. Gotcha. I, Good. I went about my list as um, which one did I dislike the most oh. and worked my way down from there. Uh-huh. I, I like it. I like it. I also put my uh, least favorite one at 10 as well. Um, and then I went uh, from there. It was hard. Was good. I had a hard time. <laughs> uh, before we get to the, the, the 10 Best Picture nominees, uh, which I should probably let you guys know which they run are. Em, run them down, Aaron. Run them down? Uh, let me see if I can do it from memory, because it would be weird if I pulled out my list, and then I just read it like how I have it on my list. So uh, we're going to go... Uh, we'll do it together. Yeah, we're going to go uh, Elvis, uh, The Fablemans, uh, Top Gun Maverick, Tar, Women Talking, Everything Everywhere All at Once, All Quiet on the Western Front, Oh, man. Falling off here a little bit. Uh, we have Banshees of Inner Sharon. We've been talking about that a lot in the uh, the Triangle of Sadness. Yes, or Just Triangle of Sadness. I said the uh, Just Triangle of Sadness. We got one more. It's Avatar 2, The Way <laughs> of Water. Uh, folks, I wish there was video here because um, there was swimming. There were uh, Illuminati signs in the air. Uh, it was good. Bill Jackson. No, it's Bill Jackson. Yeah, he's running the triangle. He's right. Uh, we have all, all sorts here. Um, the red carpet is getting weird. Um, so those are the ten. Those are the ten. Um, and uh, some of them, pretty good movies. Some of them. Some of them are pretty good movies. We're going to break five of them. So, out of those ten, so you think five are, are, are good, um, yeah. what's a snub? What should be on this list, uh, and, and should take 
you know, another's place. We don't have to say what what's whose place it should take, but uh, what's like your biggest snub, Mike? Bones and all. Bones and all. Oh, movie yeah, that I thoroughly enjoyed. I, I dig that. Katie, you got a big snub? I don't have a best picture snub. You love this list. These are the ten um, best movies that came out. Probably last year. not, but I didn't get a whole lot of off of the beaten path okay. here, so I dig it. That's all I got. Okay. Batman's the first thing that comes to my mind. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm like, let me go back to last <laughs> year. The Batman, yeah. It was Batman. a little spooky, but it was very it was well so done. That did very well at the Noddies, uh, the more important award show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mike's not happy that it did very well, but um, I, I think The Woman King. I think The Woman King yeah. is really similar to several of the movies on, on the list. And um, I think it just holds up in the same way that, like, a Braveheart or something like that, you know? Like, it's one of those movies. It's a war movie. It's a historical epic. Great performances. It's it's timely, you know? A, an all-black cast, all those things. Um, so, yeah, I think Womb King is... And it's just a fucking good movie. I dug the Womb King. I'll agree with that. That was the one movie that I didn't watch off the beaten path that I really wanted to see. And I was like, hey. Why is it on the best picture list? So oh, good. Yeah. Oh, I had another one. I was thinking of like another one, and it's completely escaping me at this point. This Prey. <laughs> well, Prey, yes, yes. But it got its due. It got its due. Yeah. Uh, this whole year was a little bit of a not a fan oh, of big movies. Babylon. Yeah, my number one movie of last year. Yeah. Babylon. 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 And that's such a Oscars movie, some. too. Yeah. Like, that is like... It's a movie about movies, and yeah, and yeah. How many times can they reward Chazelle for that? Uh, <laughs> every, every year, he should just make a movie like Babylon every year. And um, what a fucking movie! That um, one's on Paramount now. So is it? Um, oh man, check it out. I gotta rewatch that. I gotta set aside a half a day to rewatch it. But, um, now making a side list of movies ooh. I have to watch oh, that are not. I, well, I have many of those. <laughs> I hope you love Babylon. I, I think you're a Boz Lerman fan, right? Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of Boz Lerman-esque stuff in Babylon. Uh, He's pretty one of the kind. Uh, watch Babylon and um, <laughs> no, Giselle's having fun with that movie. Okay. Uh, so, um, anything else before we get to the, the tens? Was there like a, a, something we want to put as far as like any of the other categories, our best actress or... And anything else that we want to talk about about these Oscars? Good Oscars year? Good good movie? You said five out of the ten. Yeah, I think it's tough to have ten. Ten's a lot. Good a lot. Every I don't, year. Yeah, that's that's uh, a lot to nominate. And everyone's got their own taste and everything, of course, but there's just some on here like, what? Why why is this here? So <laughs> yeah. I, I we'll see. We'll 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 talk about it. That's why the naughties are five. You know, I'm, five's the right number. I'm more of a fan of fun movies, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of just, like, I wouldn't even call them hard watches like many movies, but just... There's some hard watches. There, there's some hard... I, they're not totally disturbing hard watches, though. They're just kind of slow hard watches. They're not right. as entertaining. Yes. Which is what I want out right. of my entertainment. <laughs> I love right. black comedy like, and, you know, that's kind of the Oscar thing. Or a war epic. Like, those, are the, those are the two movies that win Oscars. Uh, so, um, I don't know. Let's get down to it. We decided beforehand that we're doing it in, um, in pick order, so we're going to start with our ten. 
each of us, go around, kind of say why, why it's your number 10 as opposed to your number, you know, higher. And then we'll go on to the next person. Mike has uh, volunteered to be number one, but to be number 10, the first 10, one, Mike's going first, everyone. Start it off. Have you memorized your list? Everyone else has paper instead? <laughs> oh, it's on the phone. Okay, got it. He's a digital man. He's good. Uh, my number 10, it was almost the movie I didn't get to see, but I think I'm, I'm going to just bet that that one is better than this one, and that's all quite on the list did not. Oh, hey! <laughs> are, you, are you matching with we that? Wow. Uh... Just a poo-poo doo-doo movie. Poo-poo doo-doo. Just huh? boring. And there's no one to cling on to or to like like, oh I like that person. Oh like there's there's the guy from Inglorious Bastards who's in some scenes, but uh man, just a slog of a movie. I made it to I didn't even finish it. Wow. I got to about the halfway point, which is seven hours, I think. <laughs> oh, the halfway point, yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 Six I, didn't, I didn't have a half of a day to watch all of this movie. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Katie, why, why, why didn't you like it? Uh, all Quiet on the Western Front was my number 10 also. And I wasn't into the war movie. My war movie pick was 1917, mm. a couple of years compare. ago. Yes. And so this year I was like, all right, that ship has sailed. And uh-huh. you're, you're at number 10, sorry. Just because 1917 is really yeah. good? <laughs> so much better. Yes. Yeah, it's it's, a, it's very another good. World War I movie. Okay. It's a, a gorgeous movie. Mm. It's engaging. Like, I don't know. Man. All quiet on it's the all West quiet because you fall asleep. I... <laughs> Damn. Coming out, coming out strong about All Quiet on West Front. Kayla, uh, you didn't have All Quiet as your number 10. I do not. Okay. I do not. Um, All right. My number 10 is The Fablemans. The Fablemans. Ooh. Oh, man. Way down. Way down in the hole. Fablemans is a hard miss for me. Really? I think I like half of the movie. I like the, the kid portion. I like mm. everything to do with the kid. Nothing to do with his parents. He was great. He yeah. was great. That's I wanted a coming of age young man, young Jewish man struggling to make movies. That's what I wanted. I didn't want to watch his child mother yeah. sleep with his dad and his best friend. Like why was Seth Rogen in that movie at all? I don't understand. <laughs> He's the side piece. I didn't like it. Ooh. I guess I should have mentioned, uh, we are spoiling the shit out of these movies. <laughs> uh, so, um, it's his life story, it's no secret. <laughs> it's actually true. I, I did read an article that said, like, that movie's pretty true to, like, his to life. form. Like, it's, yeah, I it's just true. care so much more about him making movies than his fucking parent problems. <laughs> Alright, I dig it. I dig it. Fableman's number 10 for Kayla. I'm gonna pull out uh, my list and uh, pick Top Gun Maverick uh, for number 10. Whoa. um, A perfectly fine action movie. I thought it was cool. I enjoyed my time with the movie. We sat there and watched it, and I think we left. You know, me and Kayla were like, huh, cool. I don't don't know why this has been in theaters for 
five years and made $400 billion. Uh, this is just a, like, it's not even in the, like, I don't know, top five Tom Cruise-led action films. Like, I just, it's, it's solid. Like, I, I can see the, like, technical aspect of it. Like, it looks like they're in those F-16s or whatever. The... The piloting shit is pretty cool. It looks cool, and but it's just like the most just rah rah, you know. Like there's not even a real like they're not even like oh we're fighting China or we're fighting. It's just like the enemy, yeah. the, the like nondescript enemy, and um, in this, it just feels very generic in in a lot of ways. Like other than wow, it's got a lot of practical, really good practical effects. I get it. Tom Cruise is seventy and still flying planes. That's great, but um, <laughs> give me, no. like whatever he's close. <laughs> but give give 50. me the next Mission Impossible, please, or whatever. I'm sure Jack Reacher is pretty decent. <laughs> Top Gun Maverick, I, I I thought it was fine, thought it was perfectly fine. Okay. That was my number two. Well, my nine is the movie I didn't see. And it's- <laughs> Avatar, it's not streaming yet. It's still in the on the big screen. Wait, I'm sorry. Did you rank something that you didn't see higher than All Quiet? Yes, <laughs> yes I did. That's awesome. I'm pretty sure Avatar is going to just be streets ahead of, of uh, All Quiet. And uh, that's fair. Uh, yeah, it's J- James Cameron. You know, it's, I don't love Avatar one uh, at all, but uh, I'm sure this would be better than, than All Quiet. Yes. My number nine was Tar. Um, And the only reason I did it so low was the script was real wordy. Some of their vocabulary, it was just tough to keep up. And speaking a different language. Half of the movie is just like composers that died (laughs) so years ago that she's rattling. I think I understand the German better than I understand the English. (laughs) At the end of the day, it was just, it was a harder watch for me. So I put it at number nine. I dig it. Um, My number nine is Banshee's Finishing. Um, There's really only one good thing out of that movie. Barry uh, Keoghan. 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 Apparently. Keoghan. Keoghan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's the best part in that movie, and he's not in it nearly <laughs> enough, and I don't understand That guy with else. the names. <laughs> I don't understand anything else that happens in that movie. He's up for supporting actor. He is. Yeah? Yes. I think it's just, like, I understand, I think, that that movie's about terrible communication, but it just angers me. I feel you. I feel you. Uh, I'm all about communication. Oof. <laughs> we got married in Ireland, everyone. We got married. <laughs> the place of Banshees and Sharon does not exist, just no. so you know. It's a made-up place. Made-up place. Um, another made-up place. Real Ireland. Uh, my number nine, The Triangle of Sadness. Uh, I, I keep <laughs> saying the, uh, but it's just Triangle of Sadness. Um, I, I chuckled at quite a bit of this movie. I, I thought... When it's funny, it's funny, but it is just so on the nose with the whole Eat the Rich. And it's not even the best, like, Eat the Rich movie this year. Like, the like I didn't even super dig the menu, but the menu's just better than Triangle of Sadness. Uh, it, I disagree. Um, and, like, I don't know. It, and it was way longer than I think it needed to be. It's it's yeah. cut into three parts, which was weird, very like disjointed kind of story. 
Um, there's <laughs> there's just some, some weird gross-out stuff in there that, uh, I don't know, I laugh for the first, like, couple 30 seconds of diarrhea, but then the next, <laughs> like, five minutes of diarrhea was a, a bit much, you know? Um, when we were watching it, I remember saying, like, that is a lot of vomit and diarrhea for an Oscar movie. <laughs> it's a lot. Um, I, yeah, and I couldn't, it's just a lot of different characters, and you can't, I mean, I guess similar to your thing, like, you can't latch on to, to one character, like, quite, all quiet on the Western front. I felt that way with Triangle of Sadness. It's constantly shifting, and um, no one gets, I think, enough screen time to really, and, and they all kind of suck, yeah, and that's the point, but, like, I want to at least like one of the people that sucks, and I, I didn't. <laughs> I don't know. So, Triangle Sadness, number nine for me. Alright, that's our nines. I will start the eights. And it's the king. It's Elvis for me. <gasps> uh, guy doesn't sing. Austin Butler doesn't sing. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a movie of lies. <laughs> oh, mama. And... Tom Hanks is so bad in it, and that awful act. Oh my god! Just the the mush mouth bullshit that he's doing in that movie. Um, the way they can, you know, nail the look and the lighting and everything uh, for for all those Elvis performances and stuff is great. But this is in the Bohemian Rhapsody zone for me of just like a bad version of this. I'm sorry, Katie. Rats, rats. My number eight was Triangle of Sadness. Hey! And I think I was kind of making a face at you because you were saying all of the things that I was thinking about it, too. It's kind of, I don't know, I think it's hypocritical for rich people to make fun of rich people in a movie, and then then it was gross. It grossed me out. So I was like, eh. What, did it take more than 30 seconds of diarrhea, or was that funny for you as well? <sighs> no, it, yeah, it was too much. It was just too much. Kayla almost just, she, she just stopped. She's like, I, I, I'm going to vomit here. I can't, can't do it. Can't do it. Triangle Sadness, number eight for Katie. Uh, My number eight is Avatar, The Way of the Water. Um, that's a boring What's the movie, movie about? I don't know. Oh, okay. Swimming, swimming with whales. Swimming with whales. It's like the whole hour of it is just that. No dialogue, just swimming. That sounds awful. In a new land, and this isn't your land. This is new. Right. Um, I think that they just put too much into the movie with not enough, like, substance. Because there is a person chasing them. That's why they go to the different land. But that's, like, 15 years from where we left off to where we are now. And they, like, run the whole 15 years of all these children that they have. Just like, uh, just like, spit it out. What are the words I'm looking for? Like explaining. Right. He yeah. just like the the main dude just is like, hey, this is what we've been up to for 15 years. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. Really 15 years. It's something close to that. Really? Yeah. Because they have some like teenage yeah. kids, and they didn't have any kids in the first one. So yeah, it's oh, like yeah, those kids yeah. are like seem like 15 years. Yeah, it might be like 15 years. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It, things time on Pandora, you know. Different. It might be yeah. different. Yeah. <laughs> Cameron a, really thought it would take him that long. Yeah. To come out. Such a weird Sigourney Weaver child. Yeah, um, I heard about that. Yeah. I yeah. I, her. I, loved her. I thought it's nice to look at, but I'm like looking around in the movie theater, look waiting for something to happen. 
So I was gonna say, did you see it in the theaters? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not in three D. That sounded like way too much. I I did see it in three D. Wow. Number eight for for me, uh, the Fablemans. Um, I thought uh, I. The best performance for for my money in that movie is Michelle Williams. I think she's fantastic, but I hate her character. I like I get that that's I guess what his mom was like, but um, she sucked. So it was like <laughs> it was tough because like love everything she's doing, but also hate everything she's doing. So um, it was very it was just like a very tough watch. Um, as I'm, like, just vacillating between, like, wow, Michelle Williams is just electric here, but she's, like, electrocuting me, I think. It was painful. Um, but uh, I, I really, really dug all of the, like, him coming up with his practical effects and stuff. And, like, I wish that movie was... I would have taken a three-hour movie of... of the, how does a 12 year old come up with special effects? Give me that movie. Um, but that was like a third of that movie, maybe. Um, and, you know, the other stuff was just not, not as great. But I, I think there's, it's not a boring movie. It's not a bad movie. I, there are things to like about that movie. Um, and if you guys have it at your top three or something, then I'm not going to be angry. But like, just, I felt my, I found myself kind of frustrated, I guess, with, with the movie overall. So, that's my number seven. They was. Yes. Well, that was your eight. That was, yeah, of course. My seven. seven. <laughs> You're right. Uh, Triangle of Sadness. I think I liked it just a little bit more than some of you. Uh, that, that first two thirds, like, like you said, worked really well for me. Uh, I love, like, the, the Russian capitalist and Woody Harrelson as, like, <laughs> you know, socialist American and stuff that I'm just drinking <laughs> and all the awful things that are happening to this boat and they're on the intercom. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we're sinking, we're sinking. Like, yeah. Very good. Um, and I like a Lord of the Flies castaway thing. They didn't do that, that great, but I was a sucker for that kind of thing. Um, the ending was kind of a misdirector for me. I uh, didn't really, really get what they were trying to trying to do with that. Did she kill her? I think so. Okay. I think she's, know. she's alpha. I think she's fine with her little island life, <laughs> and she likes being queen of uh, she's the captain. <laughs> yeah. captain of the forest. Yeah, but uh, I, I wish would I think if Woody would have lived mm. and made it back to the island for that last part. Uh, it could have been a little higher. I don't know. That last part was just missing something. Yeah. Triangle is seven. Seven? Banshees of Inishirin. Oh, I like <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're done, that's fine. That's cool. Um, uh, the script was really, really funny. I laughed a lot. Um, but then it was, like, mixed with, like, super serious parts and, like, heart-to-heart conversations and stuff like that and raw feelings. And then they would, like, make jokes at each other and, you know, catch myself cracking up. So, Colin Farrell, I think he's great to look at. There. 
Sure I, don't I don't know if he's, he's really, really like that. I didn't even take him dim, dim as he is in that. And, but, but he played that character very well. Oh. Yeah, he did. Just, just, so, so I just don't understand. understand. <laughs> I just don't get the point. When you explained it, I hadn't seen it yet, and I said, did you watch it? And you were like, yeah, I watched it. Like, he's, he's like, like running around like, why don't you talk to me? <laughs> I was like, okay. So I kind of had a, a good brace to going into it. Um, so I think I thank you for that because it's just a little more funny and <laughs> serious, which is what I want out of Adam. But yeah, yeah that was my number seven. Banshees was your nine, right or ten? Or uh, Banshees was my nine. Yeah. Oof. Yes. Um, What's your seven? My number seven is Elvis. 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 I'm not a fan of Elvis. Like, strictly speaking. So I already went into this like, oh, God, I do not want to watch this movie. I was actually impressed at how much I did like the movie. Um, I think Austin Butler does a great performance. I think the costumes were great. The, the performances, staging-wise, was great. I didn't know he didn't sing that. Um, not my uh, forte to catch something like that. Did you catch that or you just knew that because it's... Widely known information. I just knew it. Um, and I think I would be able, like, oh, that's just Elvis. Because <laughs> like, I'm, I'm familiar with it. Yeah. Movies, but, uh, oh, they're all recordings? That's how they did it? They just did it off recordings? Yeah, it's just him lip syncing the whole yeah. movie. It's, not, it's a performance. It it's not. a performance. Why should he be rewarded for just not singing? pretending? No. Actors just don't go I'm I'm just moving my lips here for, for the audio listeners. No, they actually go out there and perform. Like uh, Yeah, but Elvis did that. I mean Brendan Gleason didn't cut off his fingers like just so you know. Fuck. Um, <laughs> but, but the movie did end up making me like feel things for Elvis, so it did its job. Yeah, I think that was that was a fun with us, you know, kind of learning about Elvis. I guess I'll save that for my Elvis talk here in a minute. Save it. Save it. Uh, seven uh, again, <laughs> apparently. Uh, Banshees of Inisherin, uh, the movie where Brendan Gleeson didn't cut off his fingers. Um, beautiful, beautiful vistas. Ireland's a, a beautiful country. Um, so, Colin Farrell, really, I, the performances, once again, like Colin Farrell, really good. I like Brendan Gleeson a lot. I think Barry Keoghan um, stood out of, above, like, two really good actors. He, he was even better. And then what? what's the woman's name? Carrie Condon. Carrie Condon. Yeah. Uh, she's also very good. Um, I thought, like, to a T, like, the acting was, was really good. It's just kind of an absurd premise, like, just, yes. like, and that, like, it just kept bringing me down. I, I, the premise itself of, like, how do you break up with a friend, um, is, is really good, but do you do it by, like, slowly cutting off your fingers <laughs> when you're a, a musician, a musician, a piano, or violin player and all that? It's just bizarre. Fiddle, yes, you're right. Just very bizarre, just a very, like, bizarre, and I don't know, it wasn't, 
there are movies that I like that have bizarre premises. I love, you know, Quentin Tarantino movies or whatever get get out of hand all the time, but this one just didn't feel right to me. It just didn't, it didn't, I didn't buy it. I was like, why, why is this dude doing this? There's other ways. Like, he could smack Colin Farrell around or something or move off the island or literally do anything because he's saying throughout this movie that he, he wants to, like, be remembered for his fiddle playing. He wants to compose this amazing thing and... and he does? Yeah, yeah, he does. Uh, but Banshees, uh... Good movie, not great movie. Number seven. All right, all right. So my last of the bad half, <laughs> uh, and I think this might this might change with a rewatch, mm. but it's Tar. Mm. Uh, just a, a great Blanchett performance. Um, I don't know. It was the way you guys felt about Banshees. I kind of felt about Tar. Like, where where is this going? What is this doing? Like, I know it is kind of like a. She's just a shitty person, and she kind of gets caught up in, in that at the end. But I don't know. I needed some kind of more twisty turning to it, I guess. It's really just kind of straightforward, matter, matter of fact. Uh, and yeah, I don't know. I I, I don't know. I, I hope Blanchett doesn't win, uh, but it sounds like she's going to win uh, for Best Actress, which is deserved so. But, uh, yeah, that's Tar for me. I don't know. I'd like to rewatch it, even though, like, that's another three-hour one, right? Or something. It's a long right. How many three-hour movies are They're on all there? They're all of them except women talking. <laughs> Banshees is, like, a, a buck 30, I think. Like, it's an hour 30, I believe. <laughs> Banshees? I believe. It's a... It's a What's job it? compared to it, the marathon. But I think because it dragged us down, it seemed like... I guess, we yeah. Like, Huh. Don't be friends anymore, Bonnie. At least half of this list is like three hours. <laughs> I think Mike only watched an hour and a half of Banshees, and he's like, fuck, it was good. <laughs> I watched that movie twice. Uh, See, the first so, reaction you had to it, I thought you didn't like it. I watched it a second time, Kate, mm-hmm. and I advised all of you okay. to watch it a second time. It. But, uh, Kate, your number six. Uh, my number six was Top Gun. Mm-hmm. It was very good and very entertaining. Uh, the only reason that it's in my bottom <laughs> bottom half is I asked my dad to go to the movies with me. He's like, I'm not going to the movies. And so I was like, oh, fine. And so that was <laughs> Top Gun that we were going to go see. And so I was like, my dad didn't want to go to the movies with me. So it's my number seven. Or six. It's my number six. Yeah, it's like a dad movie. I yeah, know. Dad I thought dad it was movie. a great idea. Yeah. I thought you were going to say, well, I'm only going if I can see Top Gun, <laughs> damn it. Right. All right, dad. And I ended up watching it at my house in mm, 4K. You failed. You failed. Mm. That's it. And so I was like, it was okay, but I have a bad taste. Right. Yeah, that can happen. <laughs> um, my number six is Tar. Uh, like Mike said, I think it's a great performance. I didn't feel like it was very straightforward. There's, like, people sitting in her bedroom that you see in the shadows in the background. What the fuck is that? Mm. What, why, why the fuck is that? There's more, Right, like, I wanted like, more of what... Like, I'm like, the, is she, is she like, yeah. tripping? Is she going mad? But then it doesn't seem like she's going mad. It just seems like she's bad. Mm-hmm. But I even wanted to know more of that. They just kind of peek, right. they just peekaboo at those little things, like, she went into the abandoned place 
and tripped, but said she was mugged. What the fuck? Why did she? I don't understand why she was doing <laughs> some of the things that she was doing, and they never like enlightened me to those things. There's like a fan theory online that she dies then, and everything else is like the afterlife or a dream sequence or mm. something to that yeah, effect. It's the good place. Yeah. So Maverick theory. Huh? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, just like. I mean, there were things, there were lines that she delivers that I'm like, huh, wow, she's really profound. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, <laughs> go, go trip all the way down the stairs, not up the stairs, <laughs> down the stairs. <laughs> but I don't know anything else. I don't know. I don't know anything that happened with her. I just know that she's a composer and okay. lied. Monster Hunter World. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So as Mike said, the the last of the back half, the back five, <laughs> yes. uh, number six for me is Elvis, um, Boz Lerman's Elvis. That's a Boz Lerman ass Boz Lerman film. Um, I liked that part of it. Uh, I, I I I dig. I really dig uh, William Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet. Uh, big fan of that one. I like Great Gatsby. I I like his films, and and I liked Elvis as well. Um, I, I I. I did. At number six, you liked it? At number six, I liked it. I watched a lot of movies. Okay. This okay. Is, yeah. Right. Um, I, it's just... What'd you like about it? I thought so. Uh, <laughs> I mean, maybe it's not fair to say that, like, after watching it, Suspicious Minds was just stuck in my head for, like, a week. Um, that's another that song. What does that have to do with the movie? Uh, just, I think... Like, I, I think in the way that, like... I give you Elvis Greatest Hits. Right. If you want. In the way that, like... A good, like, biopic kind of gets you intrigued in that person's life and that kind of thing. I could kind of care less about Elvis. I like some of his music. I, I already like Suspicious Minds before seeing that movie. But, like, um, seeing it on, on screen and, and on stage, even if it's pantomimed and, and all that, like, that's the closest I'm ever going to get to, like, seeing Elvis in 4K performing those songs and, and the crowds and all those things. I mean, we can get married in Vegas. Yes. <laughs> I don't think legally we can. We <laughs> can pay an Elvis yeah. to um, perform for No, I just think, like... Yes, and he'll sing. sing for you Really? I wouldn't guarantee it. I might pay him not Everything. to sing because I'd prefer Elvis's real voice. I think there's some so there's some really problematic like racial shit like the whole like oh Elvis was just just a black dude you know right like that the movie kind of acts like yeah there's whole scenes where like with people he barely met in his in his career and stuff so it's not the most like faithful to the truth kind of movie no. but like the spectacle of it the like capturing like Elvis was a phenomenon and all of that, and I think it captures that pretty well. Tom Hanks is rough. I don't I don't dig Tom, Tom Hanks in that movie, but I do dig Austin Butler. I do dig the story, the Elvis, the... I think, it's like right down the middle, just a solid like biopic in, in my mind. I think it's the gyrations that you like. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I loved his suits. I think I would, would wear all of his suits. I uh, can't wear pink. Can't do pink, but uh, everything else. Just watch Walk Hard. It's, uh, <laughs> yes. Better Elvis than that. Jack White's a way much better. So, I mean, I agree. I agree.
come to number fives all around. Fives, here we go. Number five. Halfway mark. My number five is a little movie by from Steven Spielberg, <clears throat> The Fablements. I really dug it. I don't know. I I was I thought Michelle Williams was like really weird in the movie, like the first half. But then there's a point where where Sammy, young Steven Spielberg, finds out about her dirty family secret, you know, with with Seth Rogen, and they have this connection. They have this bond after that. Oh, they have that trap. What do you mean? Dare you do that to your child? That's a terrible thing to do to your child because you're incapable of being an adult. What did she do? He offered to keep a secret. He offered to keep a secret. He clearly, when he first learned about it, he was not okay with it. No. No. So I think in real, his real feelings are that he is not okay with it and that he has now has to keep this secret for his mom to keep his family together for his sisters and his father. That's not a thing a child should have to deal with. Yeah, but but then they they do have this cool secret that they keep together, <laughs> and because uh, she <laughs> then it's it's like I don't know. I think Michelle Williams does do some some good Michelle Williams stuff in the in the middle there, and uh, I really like Paul Dano. Yeah, I do. I love me some Paul Dano. Um, I didn't like Seth Rogen that much. Uh, I thought his had like four lines, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. He's he's got a lot of like he's just it's so obvious. Was it obvious? Obvious, to you guys? yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Unfortunately, I was yeah. skeptical, but I didn't know until he was doing the review on the editing. Oh, machine. really? Oh, I didn't oh, catch I was, on to it. I was like, I think that's what the movie wants. The first line about him is yeah. literally like uh, Paul Dano's, or yeah, I think it's Paul Dano's. Mom, who was like, the, yeah, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> right, and then he's like, well, this is my best friend. I'm like, oh, okay. But then he, he, like, when she's practicing piano, he just has so many, like, remarks about it and stuff like it's that. Creepy. And I was like, so, I mean, they're fucking. Like, <laughs> like, the thing is like, really? I'm like, yeah, I bet that's going to be. And it, and it was. And, yeah, the, the filmmaking stuff is cool. Uh... Yeah, I don't, it just it just worked for me. The the David Lynch stuff at the end, hmm. him as John Ford, was pretty cool, and uh, a little too long, just a little too long, too long for me. Could have been a little higher. But Lynch was was a good good touch. I like that a lot. My number five was Women Talking. Um, good movie. I was struggling with the the religious compounds of it, and mm-hmm. then. You know, they didn't really go a whole lot of places either. Mm-hmm. I almost kind of I wanted to see it like as a like a play or something on stage because I feel like that would be really oh, would the script was great up. and the actresses were amazing. Um, and then I like the costumes too, like the handmade cute stuff. What do you think of the names? Oh, they're like Kingdom Hearts names. They're so <laughs> weird. They're just. <laughs> They're escaping me. What? Marache. I yeah. couldn't tell you yeah. what they are because they're yeah, like Sora, Xenohort. Um... <laughs> yeah, it's the only uh... King of name I know. There's like Donald. <laughs> no, but like they're uh, Salami. Is one of their Salome or yeah, something. Yeah. Salome, I think, is Salome. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's how those boy, right? deep religions go. They take them right out of 
Isn't that great? The religious text. Yeah. That's how they, you all the dudes' names are like Don and shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's how they kill Bill. there, because if you go out of here, they're going to laugh at you. They're going to make fun of your name. You're not going to get a job anywhere. I'm just going to write down Kim, okay? Yeah. <laughs> but I liked it. It was very thought-provoking, and you always think about, you know, what if I was in that situation? What would I do? Kill a motherfucker. <laughs> you know, you kind of sit with that after the movie's over, and you're like, ooh, let's try to move away from that direction, you know? <laughs> Kayla's a clear foy. Kill everyone. Yeah. fight. <laughs> my my uh, matching chime was late, but I also have yeah. women talking as number five. Partly because they're literally just women talking in a barn. That's yeah. like... It is just dialogue. It is just these women emotionally delivering these lines, the situation, these decisions that they have to make, these questions that would come up. What do you, like, yeah, sure, I say I'd kill them all and leave, which I think is possible because it's like 2003 or some shit. Like, you can leave. pretty modern. You can leave. There is a world out there that you can live in. Um... But I thought it was weirdly inspiring. Their faith runs so deep that, like, they were considering staying because they wanted to go to the kingdom of heaven or whatever. If they didn't forgive them. And I was like, there's, you couldn't pay me to think like that. Yeah, you couldn't. Good movie, kingdom of heaven, though. Be, be top five uh, for me this year. Uh, Ridley Scott does no wrong. Um, number five, Mike, uh, is women talking? Uh, that that's that's a threefer. Uh, by the way, uh-huh. um, now women women talking. Uh, I you know I don't know that I can say much more than you guys did. Uh, great performances. I think the thing that stands out for me is going into the movie. It was it was the tenth out of ten that we we watched. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's most recent we watched. No, it's it's not actually, but it, it was the tenth that we watched. Um, and going into it, I'm like, this is gonna be a drag. This is gonna be like. I already know what the like subject matter is, um, and it's just gonna be not a fun watch or anything. Squirmy. And I wouldn't say it was a fun watch necessarily, but like it it moved. It right. moved. It was not three hours like all the rest of the movies. Um and I dug that about it. I thought like um it just it, it made a good point. I think it, it you know, it wasn't kinda as on the nose as like a triangle of sadness or something like that. Um, and, yeah, I just thought, good performances, um, and with the limit, even with the limited space and everything else, it still looked really good Mm -hmm. as well, so, um, yeah, number five. Moody is the note that I wrote down. Moody. Moody. Very moody. Not as moody as Banshee's. (laughs) Poor Moon. She said, why aren't you talking to me? (laughs) (laughs) You mean that's what happened in Banshees? Yes. Yeah. That's your synopsis. I'm leaving. Elvis is our number one. Get the back out of here. Oh, it's so good. Oh. My number four is Top Gun Maverick. Oh, wow. Uh, wow. Good go, guys. I'm, just, I'm sorry. Just wow. a fun movie? Just one of the better, like, junk food type movies. I don't think it should be up for Best Picture, like, really. But it made all the money, so they, I, you know. 
I was shocked that they nominated it for Best Picture. I was mm-hmm. like, okay. Let's hey, go. Uh, it saved yeah. cinema. Saved yeah. cinema. He yeah. saved it. All right. And it, it's pretty good. Like, it's, it's pretty good. good. I mean, for real, all the like fifty-year-old women that I work with who don't know anything about any other movies that come out, they all went and seen Top Gun. Everyone saw it, <laughs> right? Yeah. And so Tom, my dad got didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one person he missed out. The one holdout. Yeah. Hate Tom Cruise. <laughs> I. They're checking all the tickets, and they're like, every human on the planet has seen this movie, except one. Yeah. What the fuck? But it just, it's just a really well-made movie, you know, them, you know, here's the plan, here's what we gotta do, okay, we have to train to do the plan, hey, we can do the, we did it, we did the plan. And we can have a little fun in the sun, playing yeah. volleyball, it just mm. was such a summer movie, like, if I wanted to feel like it was summer... That's and a spring yeah. movie, and a fall movie, and a winter movie, and then the following spring movie. I'm just <laughs> commenting on the fact that it's been in theaters for three I years. Know, what did you guys think of Miles Teller? I like Miles. I like Miles. I, I've liked him since Whiplash. Um, the skate skating? No, that's with, uh, or Whip it? I'm, I'm what is, what <laughs> the is roller the... roller derby. Sorry, I'm getting off. Right. <laughs> Whiplash is the drumming movie. Oh, okay. Uh... Whippets the, uh, the very more uh, roller derby. Yeah, yes. okay. Good movie. Good movie, though. <laughs> Dig that movie. Yeah. Julianne Lewis. Yeah. Whiplash is a good double feature with Tar, I think. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just it's just really fun and good. It's it's a good number four. I like, like Maya Teller's face. Don't like it. Don't like I get it. what you mean. Yeah, I, like I get it. what you mean there. <laughs> <laughs> My number four was The Fablemans. I thought it was movie perfection. I thought, uh, you give me an origin story or a life story of mm-hmm. Steven Spielberg and then play it with different people. I'm, I want to know everything. I, I wish I knew more. See, I wanted to see Steven Spielberg as the little kid. I wanted to like, see him. <laughs> I, I, I think the thing is, like his stuff, there wasn't a lot to make a movie about that. Mm. He didn't really have it that bad. Like right. someone puts a bagel in his life. <laughs> yeah. It's like the worst thing that happens to this kid. And you're supposed to be like, oh man. That's probably the only him. thing that didn't I happen to him. I don't want to see negative things. Like, I want to see him creating these things that he did. Kids aren't going to create great things. He did. <laughs> like, I don't think. Like, these would, people are in the crowd. Like, just sobbing. Then take, <laughs> just then take me more into Come his on. young adult <laughs> life. I just didn't need half of the movie to be... People had heart attacks and shit on Elvis. I think, I think people were built different back then. Maybe you're right. But I, 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 I think Fableman's needed all of the, the Michelle Williams. Mm. She was great. My number four was Top Gun. I kind of already jumped in on yours and said what I wanted to say, other than the fact that the uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, flight scenes, I thought, were just, like, those were real flight flight scenes that they flew and recorded and piloted and, and acted all, and I thought that that was just a feat to, to accomplish. Yeah, they just had to find every bridge they could, they could <laughs> turn a fighter jet on its side and fly through. And uh, they pulled it off. It a lot of bridges in China or Russia. <laughs> <laughs> or Atlanta. That's where yeah, they all the movies. Yeah. Now. 
TV, so. Number four. Oh, number four, uh, Tar. Um, the best performance I've seen all year. Kate Blanchett. Oh, hey, look, Kate Blanchett can act well. Um, but she does. I don't know. She's just really good. She learned German. She relearned how to play the piano. Um, apparently she knew and then forgot and then relearned for the movie. Um, and. Her accordion playing is what I like. Yes, yeah, it's, it's one of the best scenes. Yeah, it's really right. good. But, uh, I, all the, the negatives that you guys have said are 100% true. 80% of that movie went right over my head from the, like, <laughs> Conversations that they had that were just all about yeah old like old composers and oh the vibretto and the treble clef stuff like okay sure I don't know she's a plays the cello yeah I don't know a single fucking thing about orchestra or really about music in general but like it made me really interested it was like oh shit conductors are like kind of cool they're kind of like rock stars I didn't know that and I didn't know that there's this whole like, um, rotational aspect of like, oh, you're in the, Ber- you're the conductor of the Berlin, but you're only the guest conductor, and then you can rotate to the Sydney Orchestra or the Chicago Orchestra, just all the, like, work, inner workings of, like, that music world were just really interesting, even if I, like, got 20% of it. And then there was, like, a really good, like, psychological kind of thriller horror movie in there somewhere, kind of. I didn't like that part of it. <laughs> I, I wanted more of, of all of that. I, I like, it, if, when it was happening, it was like, man, this is freaky. Give me, like, in a, in a lot of ways, like, a, a Black Swan kind of came to mind in a lot of ways. Like, the cooler, like, more horror elements of that movie. Um, and yeah, it just, like, it, it kept me going. Um, I don't know what it, like really about I think it's like other than being like oh yeah she gets like canceled at the end and she gets like he she gets her comeuppance for being like an asshole but like uh, I just she's already traveled to kind con- like in the beginning they have this whole thing about how much she's accomplished and isn't it like being in different countries that she didn't speak and and she like you mean to tell me what she's doing is a punishment? That's it's, just what she yeah. gets to do what she loves in a different country, which right. she has already done. Sure, yeah. she's not the British conductor, but bitch, you fuck that up. That's a pretty big fall from grace when you're doing like so would prison the the biggest <laughs> like what like you said like the Berlin Symphony or whatever. Apparently, is number one in the world. Or whatever. And you, yeah. she goes to like Thailand or something, and I she's think it's like Korea, com- and she's com- doing Monster Hunter World. Yeah. Uh, she's, oh yeah. She's she's doing a <laughs> symphony for at a comic convention or something. So uh, she probably belongs in prison. Is the whole yeah yeah in that in the millions of dollars will keep you out. Yeah. When I don't feel bad for you. Yeah. No, I don't think I don't think like her like comparing what happens in my favorite movie of the year, Babylon. Uh, <laughs> what happens to like those characters by the end of the movie versus like what happens to Tar at the end of this movie? It's like yeah, she's still doing all right. I think she's still like a a millionaire, you know, and she's still getting to compose and stuff. Um, so no, I don't I don't feel bad for her or anything like that. But uh, oh, just. Just an insane performance, and um, yeah. I'd say Kate's best work since she played Elizabeth, Tudor. Sure. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Queen that's Elizabeth. tough. What would be the best Kate? 
know. She's so good in that. Even bad movies, she just makes. When you were talking about better. the dialogue or. Yeah, or Ragnarok. You don't have to know what she's saying to just watch her and feel it. Love with yeah. her. It's just going back and forth with, between English and German right. and like, just feeling <laughs> very seamless and stuff and, and talking about these ridiculous composer names and like, I don't know, the line readings were just superb. Like, just insane. The clock doesn't start. <laughs> <laughs> but my heart stopped. <laughs> okay, top threes. Top threes! My number three is everything, everywhere, all at once. Hey, we What is just a fun, trippy <laughs> idea of a movie? Um, when, like, all this multiverse kind of stuff has been happening the last couple of years, this is probably the best of all of that. I remember seeing this trailer. Uh, and I forget what I saw, but just thinking, oh man, that, that looks pretty cool. And it turns out to be potentially the best picture winner this year. And uh, just so, so many heartfelt, great moments in it. Doing, you know, Michelle Yeoh. And uh, I don't know the actress who played daughter. Stephanie is Sue. Or Sue. I think it's Sue. Sue? I think it's Sue. Yeah. And, uh, great fight choreography, all of the, you know, crazy, crazy little side universe moments and stuff. Uh, and this was like a three-hour movie that didn't feel three hours to me. Mm-hmm. So, uh, passed off to them for the golden hour. And, yeah, it's the third best movie. I didn't realize that that was one of the three-hour runtimes. If it's not three, it's very, it's like very close. I wanted it to just keep going. Yeah. I really liked it. It was also my number three. And the multiverse stuff and the, you know, multidimensional, I love that. I can't, everyday life is just kind of A to B, and then when something is introduced like that, I'm like, yes, take me to the other side. I want to be on, you know, it's possible. Here we go. Um, and then I don't like, martial arts and stuff, but it was so cool to watch in that movie. I loved it. The choreography of it was amazing. Are you more of the everything bagel uh, nihilism kind of thing, or the supreme Kiwi Kwan, I just want to do uh, laundry and taxes with you? Um, oh, I'd probably be 50-50. Ah. <laughs> Gotta find some peace in both of those. In some universe, you're 100, right. and in another, you're on the other. It's true. Yeah.
World War One. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's, that's what, what it was. Maybe it was just like a little blade in my head. So like I'm dead of the world. That is a better movie. Um, yeah, yeah, it is. It is. But that was your number three. So number three. All right. I told you guys I made this list Whoa. from the ones I hated <laughs> the most to the ones I didn't hate the most. Okay. <laughs> I hated the least. There's really only one on here that I like really like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, well, I really like several of these movies. One of them being number three, Avatar: The Way of Sorry, Avatar. To the way of the water. one you never remember, you never remember that this is the Oscar because it blows my mind that it's a Best Picture nominee. This is uh, true, true. Like, comic book ass, like movie CG film, CG. Yeah, I mean it's. But I love Cameron. I love what he does. This movie just like felt a lot like Aliens and like. The abyss and just like oh, oh, you felt like his, his all little pieces of all of his his stuff, his love of water and everything else. It's beautiful. It's it's just like it's the best CG that exists. Um, and I dig CG. Like I when when CG's good, uh, like in some Marvel films, it it makes a whole movie. It, it creates a world and and does some really cool things. And and Cameron just does it better than anyone, I guess, at this point. Um, it's a very long movie. There's like a pretty, like, uninteresting or, or just kind of bland middle to mm. it. But it starts strong. Uh, there's some really cool, like, getting you reacquainted with. They throw it out there <laughs> really quick because yeah, it's like 15 years yeah. in between these movies. Yeah, rapid fire. Was it's the rapid fire, but like, earlier. it's like okay, cool. They're a family, and they're still fighting kind of wars and shit with mm. this and. And that's enough. That's all. And then they get right to that. There's battles and, and cool shit. Then we got some establishing things in the middle. Even though it's kind of boring in the sense like, eh, these characters aren't anything. Like, none of the characters stand out or you, you don't, like, fall in love with anyone. It's constantly cool to look at. Mm-hmm. And it's constantly, like, big whales, cra- like, crazy vistas, water that looks amazing. Like, just... It's a video game movie, basically. It's like a, the best video game that you can think of put put to film for, for three hours. And um, and then the, the finale is just as action-packed as any Marvel movie, any war movie, any any whatever. Um, and it's done very well. It, it, it's, it's PG-13, but they up the violence to, like, as far as you can get in a PG-13 movie, which I dig. I dig. Like, if it's going to be a war movie and stuff, I want it to be violent. Um, and... Yeah, it, it hit. It hit for me pretty well on that. Like, it's my, I think what everyone else said about, like, Top Gun Maverick, just like, man, this is a cool popcorn action flick. Avatar's that for me. Navi are just the stupidest looking things. <laughs> They're not great. No. They're so bad looking. Yeah. It's you have to stare at them for three hours. Yeah. Yeah. Are you talking yeah. their color? Or no, their faces, like, just, like... The structure of their... They're aliens! They're like cat aliens or they're, something. They're not right? from here. They're cool aliens. Created. Yeah. Well, they like, told them on Pandora, okay? They're, they're Pandora bad. They people, look so dumb. James Cameron has had 30 years <laughs> to create something cool looking, and he's fucking failed. And we got, like, five more of these movies. Uh... To, to see these things, I, they're they're bad. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. Number two. Women talking. 
Ah, women. Oh, they're so bad. I just hate I just wanted him to keep talking mm. when Klaus fucking shows up and ruins the fucking they party. They were like, bye. Well, yeah, like, and just the way, like, at the end, they're just, well, we gotta go. Like, it took one, one of them to get back to that village. One man. And they're like, we, fuck. We gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and I just love, like, the 12 angry men of it all. Just them and the barn deciding this thing. Okay, let's start here. Let's go to, like, what if this happens? What are we gonna do? What if this is the only place we've ever known? Like, you know. And, man, just Claire Foy just going crazy. Like, I'm gonna kill every single person that hurts my kid. Mara Rooney being, like, the voice of reason, and we gotta think of all this. The Buckster, Jesse Buckley, just being in a a terror, like, what what do you what do you mean? Ugh. <laughs> I hated her. She wanted to stay and was like fearful of what could happen. Like what what are what, her thought is like what can we do? Like what what are we gonna do here? This is all we have. And uh it completely worked for me. Um I don't remember the actor's name who plays August, but man, he's so good in it too. Mm-hmm. And just the idea that like his life is going to be over after he does. Like, he's going to, like, these guys are going to kill him probably, or he's going to probably take his own life or flee or something just for helping these people. Like, he doesn't even help them. He's just there <laughs> taking minutes in a meeting. Well, he's the only one who knows how to write. The, right, right. Yeah. And the scarlet letter that he'll have uh, for helping these people. And the movie just gets to it right away. It's not like. They don't try to introduce the town or make you empathetic for any of the other people in this town. It's just like, they caught the men doing these awful things, and we gotta talk about it, <laughs> and, and it's so good. I, I think that's it. one of the things I didn't mention. The men are just so far removed, like, yeah. and they're, that they're like the boogeyman. Like, they're just like right. a, the scary figure. You kind of see one off on the porch at one point. Close, yeah. yeah, and it's and they're just scary, you know? They're like this other thing out there and yeah it's really good i will say too also i appreciate them not doing like graphic assault scenes you don't have to do all you have to do is say it and realize that that happened to them you don't have to play the aftermath was enough that was pretty graphic yeah very yeah i was expecting it to be like something i had to watch right and i did not oh you think yeah just seeing the scars on francis McDermott's face oh, and yeah. her chill, like one's like missing an eye or something. Just the yeah, the awful way that the generational trauma that has happened in this community and what it took for them to to break out of it uh, is so good. Love. We're on number two. That was your number two. My number two. My number two is Avatar: The Way of Water. It was. Uh, I took. Me, Christian, and James all went, and it was a family Mm. experience for the three of us. We had 3D glasses on. (laughs) My tears were flowing, (laughs) so I'm, like, trying to maneuver (laughs) around the glasses, and I loved it. It was the message of the family and stuff like that. It was great. 
But who made them so ugly? Who caused them to have it? I like I like looking at them. Klaus, it was Klaus. That's fucking Klaus. I think they're kind of cute. I, <laughs> and I like so the, they're not as cute as Grogu, but they're they kind of they're kind of cute. I like the subtle color changes too. That the forest Navi people were like a darker blue, and mm-hmm. the water ones were a little like aqua blue. And I was like, that's so cool. Yeah. They're different shades. Yeah. I think the way they expanded that universe in kind of just like subtle ways was was pretty cool. There's different blues. (laughs) (laughs) They're different Navi. Um, Got an Abba Hatar? Yes. It took me me a second. I mean, I'm not a fan of either Avatar movies. My number two is Triangle of Sadness. I feel weird that it's my number two and everybody has it really low, but as much as I do feel like, okay, that was three different movies, (laughs) it is the one that I kind of find myself thinking about Mm -hmm. the most. Um, I'm going to call him Boris. I don't think that's his name, but I think you guys all know who I'm talking about. There's like a 50% chance that you're right about that. I I really enjoyed his character. He was kind of like a, yeah, I'm rich and... um, I sell shit. Right, right. He was just like so confident and matter of fact and um, real, like him and Woody Harrelson. I loved all, all, all of that. I would say I wrote down the middle part is my favorite part. And as we've sat here and talked about all the literal shit that are in the middle <laughs> yeah. part, I kind of questioned saying that. Um, I, I. I like just how they kind of set things up and kind of tackle, they tackle her being like an influencer and like, does that make a lot of money? And the, the person who sells shit, the class people, the, the once they get to the, (laughs) right, people, once they, I thought it was like the movie I was entertained by the most, there were just, what the fuck is going on moments um, that I think did kind of get revealed, whereas other movies didn't give me a reveal. Even though the ending is like a super cliffhanger, but I I feel like we know what happens. It was more like, what is... It ends on on the young guy running. What's he running from? Running to. It looks like he's turning around and something's like chasing him. Oh, I guess pro- I didn't get that. I Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought he was running up the hill that they had just, like, come from. Like, to, like, get her. Like, yeah. he knows my... That's, yeah, I that's what I said. From. From. My master is after my lady. Yeah. Yeah. I, and another question. So you've all been on cruises. No. Oh, you have? Okay. Yes, I have. <laughs> yes, I have. Yes. <laughs> I thought you've all been fucking just... He's the only one. <laughs> So, Eric, dinner cruises. Were you able to like do whatever long. you wanted? On like you, the do the. No, uh, no, you couldn't just tell the uh, people to like. Yeah, take I want off you to swim with me right now. <laughs> I think this like is that. like some sort of super Royal, like a charter, yeah, charter yeah. Illuminati cruise. I think so. Is, yes. Yeah, they were heading to Epstein Island. I think. Yes. Ah, yeah, okay. I would. I agree with that. Man, this is some weird fucking rules in this. No, yeah, it's not yeah. the carnival. Cruise. They make you feel. Right. They, 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 no. like, they definitely make Club you feel like that on a, on a cruise. Like, oh, you can do anything, but really, it's just like, oh, there's open bar. Like that's right. really like it's like yes, you can order any of these boozes. That's what you can do. 
Okay. Um, yeah, Christmas. Was I wasn't sure if like the employees like they were going to get a big tip or yes. something. Like yeah, that was all that's... that came down to. Like I'll do Don't whatever they, you like, want. Just give me hundred bucks. Money. Right. Yeah. Right. So. Yes. The the uh, landmine scene was my favorite. Them describing like yeah there were there were some. Not- Hard times. Uh, I think they, you know, they made them illegal. You just yeah. couldn't, uh, you just couldn't yeah. put any landmines out anywhere. That was good. Um, good. I love that our lists are, are quite different. This is pretty good. Um, another movie about landmines. My number two, All Quiet on the Western Front. Um, prettiest movie out of all of them. Uh, I just said Avatar is. Oh, I think the cinematography. On this movie is I I turned to Kayla and said why don't all like somehow the cameras are just better in this movie like why how are the images it's whatever Sammy wanted in the Fablemans or whatever whatever it is yeah it's the the, the, the two thousand you know whatever yeah. just like everything's so sharp everything is just so you see the the sweat on everyone the mud the just different colors and everything and that's all it is it's and Good. it's it's the it's the grossness. It it's captures war. the grossness, horrific nature of of war, war. And, and specifically like that war of that time where like it was this glorious. Everyone like the beginning is everyone being like lied to that. Oh, you're gonna go and defend your be country and be a hero, and it's glorious and everything that, else. That scene was cool. Like all of the. The children, basically. Yeah. Children, yeah. they were babies. That stairwell, yeah. Yeah, the guy like forging his dad's signature yeah. to go off and everything else, and and that was such a thing. I kept that kind of in my mind while watching these people just rip each other apart. You mentioned like the scene where they're in the crater and he's literally stuffing mud into the other guy's mouth to keep him quiet so he doesn't get shot and everything else, and it's just like this is awful. Like this is awful. You, that's what you're supposed to like feel and think. Um, it's, it's, it was, like, the reason that book and everything's popular is it's an anti-war, war story, you know? Like, it's meant to, like, you're supposed to hate war at the end of that, and it's like, fuck yeah, that worked. Like, I, this is gross and, and, and terrible, and... Write your and, congressman not to, uh, apply for any wars. Don't yeah. do it, don't do it. Yeah, it just, it's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's, like, literally a, uh, a form of gum disease that can be originated to World War One, and I think that they like really hit on it a lot. There. Oh, the, the trench mouth thing you mentioned, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's like all their teeth are fucking gross. Oh, I can't yes. look at them. Yeah, just and the people like they. I think they did a, such a great job of just showing, like, man, these people, like. They're it starts off, they're these, yeah, fresh-faced, like, young kids or whatever else, and then the next scene you see them, they just look like they've mm. aged 30 years. And Sorry just... we left that name tag on the uniform, let me just oh, rip that off so real good. quick. So good. Yeah, I, I don't know, that movie just worked for me on pretty much every level. And then, yeah, my number two. Spent half a day watching it? Yes, yes, it's Dedicated did. half yeah. a day. Not a movie I'm going to, like, watch again, I think, <laughs> right. but, um, Once in a... yeah. All right. Number one. Number, number one. one. Number you guys know what mine is. I don't. Yes, I haven't been using it. Well, you do because you've been right now. Yeah. <laughs> but I still know. Uh, still know. My number one is the Banshees. Ah, the Banshees, yes. Oh, wow. 
just a, a beautiful movie. What are you guys talking I about? I thought you hated this movie. I didn't hate it the first time I watched it. I, was, I kind of felt like, I'm gonna like you, just like, what was that? Toe. You know? But then you watch it a second time. Mm. It takes two. Oh, that's the trick. And then you decide, like, oh, it's it's this fucking little island surrounded by war with these boring feckin' people. <laughs> You're all feckin' boring. And uh, just, yeah, wanting to break out of that. And Shaban gets to break out of that. Fucking, uh, uh, what's his full name? Uh, Calm Sunny Larry wants to just... <laughs> Break out, and he tries, and he tries to just have his own little little piece of life, and uh, he can't. And uh, what? Parig, Parig, What is what is? Uh, Padrick. 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 Uh, he just can't deal with that because his his life is good, enough. like his little island life mm-hmm. is good enough. And how is this not the most beautiful movie? Oh, it's very bright. Every shot, like, just on the wall, like, what, you live here? Oh, my God, it's gorgeous. If they would have just done the movie with landscapes mm-hmm. from the islands, yeah. I would have definitely put number one. Great animal stuff in, oh, in man. this with, oh, with Jenny and the and, and Khan's dog and everything. And they only really go to, like, three places. There's a bar, there's, there's each of their houses, and then there's, like, a little... Mail town, like a little town with a mailbox and stuff. The beer looks so good. They go to the bar yeah. every day. Yeah. Like, every, yeah. Like, yes. Wild. Place to go. What the fuck are you gonna do? Right? <laughs> when right. we, when we were in Ireland, the, the pubs had like reserved seating for the locals. Yeah. Like you, yeah. that was the, was lo- you couldn't go over there because that, that was the local area. Cool. Patrick's seat you, over there. The, <laughs> the tourists weren't coming in and making the town, the people who fucking live here not be able to eat and drink. Wow. <laughs> That's really nice. From an establishment point of view, like the, the locals are coming. Yeah. They're going to be here at Christmas, New Year's, and <laughs> Valentine's Day. That's right. And just like how the the banshee, the old woman, like can kind of is just like a oracle throughout the whole the whole movie and stuff. And I don't know, it's something I think I'll I'll rewatch again and mm. again, and uh, we'll get something something new out of it every time. Nice. My number one was Elvis, and it's a bass movie. I'm, I think a I'm, bad movie. A, <laughs> a bass a bass, movie. Bass. Okay. I think I'm slightly addicted to his work. Uh, every time I see it, I just I don't know if it's visually or emotionally or something, but then I just binge it for all of my free time. Moulin Rouge is your favorite. Movie. Yes. Right, yes. And then uh, I mean, he did Australia and Romeo and Juliet and Gatsby. Gatsby yeah. and Moulin. I I didn't I wasn't I wasn't a fan of Elvis's music or anything. Yeah, and then I saw this movie and I was like, I want to know everything about Graceland, about Priscilla, about. There's nothing there though, really. But to those things, a lot of underage girls. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, like (laughs) my thing is like Elvis isn't just isn't really a interesting person. <laughs> he was, yeah. He was a pretty face and a pretty voice that got hugely famous and that's it. 
Like, that's all there is. There's no scene where you can find him writing Burning Love or something. Because guess what? He didn't write a fucking thing. Yeah, and but society <laughs> exalted him to that position. And the colonel. Uh, yes. And, like, uh, He's an actor. He's a performer, though. He's like, performer. Yeah, like, you know. The greatest carnival attraction. He's not a singer. He's not right. a songwriter. He's right. a performer. Right. And that's it. Yeah. Right. That is it. That's the thing. I don't know. I loved that they paid homage to Beale Street. I kind of knew, like, a little bit about it, but then when they brought it up and B.B. King and their friendship, I was like, what? This is so cool. Yeah, steal my music album. <laughs> steal it all. <laughs> steal all my music album. I mean, yeah, they weren't actually as cool as the movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I like to believe that they were buddies, you know? With, I like to believe. If you just look at the movie and what they present to you, yeah. and you just kind of take apart all the facts, story, and truth. Yeah. For movie purposes, it was awesome. I love to watch it. I watched it multiple times, and it was good. Twice or, or even more than twice? I think I probably watched it 10 or 15 times. Holy oh, oh. shit. Wow. Okay. I, again, I, will, I started it off by saying I think I might be addicted to his work because I just, I and I just saw the trailer and I was like, oh, that'll be good. It's a Baz movie. Buy two copies no. of Elvis. <laughs> save you guys some, some hours on your TV just popping the soundtrack. <laughs> Also, I did not know that he didn't sing. I didn't know they used the voiceovers. Yeah, Austin Butler does not does not sing. He does the Rami Malek. Uh, That's okay. It's not. And Bohemian Rhapsody was good too. No, it's not. We've had this conversation. <laughs> it is not. Kayla, what's your number one? Uh, my number one is everything, <laughs> everywhere, all at once. Woo! Good number one. Oh, it's time. We watched it again last night, and um, I'm glad. I'm I'm really glad that we did. It was already on my list. I mean, it was one of my favorites of the entire year. Um, I think it just has everything. It has daddy daughter relationship, mother daughter relationship, husband wife relationship, self relationship, like trying to be confident with yourself and be who you are and love the person you love and. Love the things that you love, and IRS and small business owner. Like that's a dynamic <laughs> that was interesting. Yes, being an immigrant and trying to get through life, and being an immigrant's child, and who you are very Americanized, mm-hmm. and um, it just is very heart heartwarming. I think um, the male Kiwi Kwan. Kiwi Kwan, yeah. Kiwi Kwan. Yeah. I think. He should should win. He's the best supporting actor, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just think he's just so fun. He's so, like, charming and heartfelt. I just, he's just like a little teddy bear mm-hmm. in there the whole time to make you feel warm and cozy. I wanted him to be, like, <laughs> come back in the scene so I can calm down. Right, you know? yes. He was very, like, s- settling for the chaoticness that this movie is, like, completely chaotic the whole time. And I think the first time I watched it, I felt that way. And the second time, I got to, like, put together more pieces and, and understand it better. Um, just that how many layers of relationship and growth is in there. It's a good one. Yeah, that stuff is so good. Multiverse yeah, is so not good. my bag. I usually am, like, so confused. But this I, like, can totally understand. 
Cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was also my number one. Um, it's been my number one for ever since like the, I since I saw it. Nothing has like topped it. I, I started making this list um, months ago, and um, yeah, everything that Kayla said, all of the like emotional stuff. Two two viewings. The first viewing, um, thought it was hilarious and just an awesome like Hong Kong kung fu ass movie with like multiverse comic book kind of shit and just like that was enough for me that that was a cool movie on the second watching at home like a little more maybe attention to detail or whatever else um yeah all the emotional hits of it just like understanding i don't think i got the daughter's whole thing and and uh joba Tupaki's like whole just the the, the bad guy of it all <laughs> the first viewing i, I think that kind of missed me but the second viewing, I just like, oh, wow. Yeah, just the nihilism of nothing matters versus everything matters. Um, just, yeah, really really hit me really good. Um, some really good uh, lines in that one. Um, the the, the uh, Wayman Wong saying that he just wants to, uh, you know, it doesn't matter all of this stuff. He would just, he would still choose to do laundry and taxes with you. Like, holy shit. Like, goodness. That is insane. Um, I really liked that. The, them as, um, the, like, star-crossed lovers uh, at the film premiere, all of those mm-hmm. scenes, I think those kind of missed me completely on the first watching. And um, on the second watching, I was like, wow, that was, that was fantastic. Good. I-, I will say, too, when they broke into the credits, like, mid-movie, yeah. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> Like, and oh. I was like, oh, okay, let's keep going. Yeah, yeah. That part got me. Yeah, yeah I think, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it was a, like a sober viewing the first time either, so there was definitely a lot of just... <laughs> what is going on? Yeah, like, as well, a lot of confusion. Um, but yeah, the Daniels, um, I've seen two of their films at this point and loved them both, so I might, you know, get a, get a Boz, uh, Boz uh, addiction going with them. I don't know. Is it going to win? I think so, right? I think, I think that's so. the buzz. Um, what is Everything Everywhere? Yeah. yeah. See, and I totally thought that um, Michelle would win Best Actress. I hope and she does. Said, and I hope she does, too. I think, but I think <laughs> it's going to be <laughs> Michelle. There's no wrong choice. Between the two of them, there's not a wrong choice. I don't I like when the Best Picture and Supporting, like, or well, after and like if they all win it, I like, mean, if it wins best picture, I know. obviously should have the best actors in it, right? Yeah, that's the way I. Like but I it. feel like everybody gets a trophy. <laughs> that's how I. Put They're it. there. They they got nominated. <laughs> I know. That I'm would be fun. Be we kind of do that in the nineties, like where we're like, well, yeah, we would really like it. I didn't you know, do that on my arcane. List. So let's. Uh... Kayla was like, winner, loser, loser, loser. <laughs> no. The Oscars, guys, uh, this Sunday, the 12th, right? It's the 8th March as we 12th, record this. Daylight savings. I mean, I mean, no, it's not. We're on the red carpet. We're right outside. We're, we're doing this live. Um, thank you, Katie, for being our special guest. Yes. On this. Thank you. Um, you need to come on more of these. I've What's talked that? about, like, um, doing, like, a music episode or oh, something. Yeah. Mike's the music guy on the pod. 
Um, but we Katie's not invited. <laughs> <laughs> we have difference of opinion on musical talents. Right. Austin Butler's for number one. <laughs> Do you want to... Kayla, you, you wrote down all the lists, right? Do you want to go one final... Uh, down, down the whole list? Yeah. Everybody's list? Yeah, why not? All right. My whole list, starting with number 10, is All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar 2, The Way of the Water, Elvis, Triangle of Sadness, Tar, The Pavements, Top Gun, Maverick, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Women Talking, and Banshees of Sharon. Katie, starting with number 10, All Quiet on the Western Front, Tar, Triangle of Sadness, Banshees of Sharon, Top Gun, Maverick, Women Talking, The Pavements, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Avatar 2, and The Way of Water, and Elvis. Uh, Kayla, myself, had The Fablemans as number 10, Banshees and Sharon, Avatar The Way of the Water, Elvis, Tar, Women and Talking, Top Gun Maverick, All Quiet on the Western Front, Triangle of Sadness, and Everything Everywhere All at Once. Eric had Top Gun Maverick as number 10, Triangle of Sadness, The Fablemans, Banshees and Sharon, Elvis, Women and Talking, Tar, Avatar 2, The Way of the Water, All Quiet on the Western Front, and Everything Everywhere All at Once. Way to go! I mean, we all had everything everywhere all at once at top three. Like, you two had three, we both had number one. I think it's a sign, too. It's just beautiful. I love it. I don't know what else would win. I don't either. I mean, I think critics love tar. Banshees. Banshees. I think they also love Banshees. Critics like Banshees. Yeah. And those are more... I don't think anything else could. Those are more Oscar movies than Everything Everywhere All at Once. Like, Everything Everywhere All at Once is a weird-ass, like, comic book-style movie. Right. They jump on both. Banshees is... Yeah, right. Banshees is a black comedy. Those tend to win Oscars. You know, tar is a... Dramatic thriller, you know. Is it what? <laughs> what is thrilling? Baseline chance performance. True that. True that. She's got a shot. I don't know. Sure. I, I wouldn't be shocked. I sure. wouldn't be shocked. I don't know. We need to watch. Yes, we know that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, so Elvis is going to win at the 95th Academy Awards. Hope you enjoy the Razzies. Yes, as well. Um, Yeah, that's that's it. That's our Oscars episode, episode 119 of the Machine of Nonsense. 118. 118, I said 19, huh? Uh, we're not doing a 119 now. We're going to be like, you know, some hotels don't have like a 13th floor. That's that's what we're going to do. We're doing 119. That's the last. Yes, the next episode on our pod is The Last of Us, a spoiler cast. The finale is the same day as the Oscars, folks. That was really, really poor planning. Uh, I'm going to watch both. I'm going to pause the Oscars. And then I'm going to watch Last of Us, and I'm not going to sleep until uh, the end of the episode. So that's what I'm going to do. Um, and, uh, yeah, you'll have already listened to this. You won't need to watch the Astros because you're going to get all of our lists. And um, watch Last of Us, all right, folks? And listen to episode 119, the spoiler cast of Last of Us. Um, that's it. That's wrap. We're getting out of here, and we're saying... Oh, mama. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.